The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 13th chapter. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there, while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil. And they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. And then a little later, Jesus speaks just to his disciples. So the crowd has only heard the parable. And now Jesus speaks this description to the disciples. He says, Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while, and when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. As we just heard, our Gospel reading ends today with this explanation of the parable, which only the disciples hear. And Jesus shares what these four different kinds of soil mean, three of which were not prepped for good soil growth. And he says that refers to times when people aren't open to being shaped by the Word of God. It might remind us, those first three kinds of soil, that not everything we try is going to be received. That not everything we do is going to work. That's just the reality. That's the reality of being church together. Jesus does all this amazing, awesome thing, all these amazing life-giving things, and he gets killed on a cross. His disciples follow in his ministry, and they are persecuted. Sometimes the news about Jesus is not what people are ready to hear, or not what they want to hear. And sometimes, quite frankly, we are those people. Sometimes we are the ones who are not open to the ways Jesus is calling us, or the things that Jesus wants us to do, how Jesus wants us to respond. That might be why Jesus says two times in the parable, listen, listen for Jesus. I shared in worship this past Wednesday that there are times when we may feel or we might act like one of the soils he describes. At times we might feel like the path. We've heard God's word, but we're totally confused by it. Or our lives have become, something's happened, and they have become really confusing. And it's hard to see, where are you working, God? There's other times we might feel like rocky ground. Like, has there ever been a time where you received the word with joy, but then something got in the way? And now you've had a hard time recapturing that joy or that interest once again. 
And so other times we might feel like that third type of soil. Like, have you ever felt like you're caught in the thorns? You've heard God's word, but there's things in your life that just keep pulling you away. In all these things, there can be times when we don't feel so close to God. And then there are times, we hope and pray there are times when we feel like the good soil. When we are well aware of Jesus at work in our lives and we're ready to partner with it, yielding a whole lot of fruit out in the world. And so today I think this invites us to ask, where are we today? What needs to change in each of our lives so that we can listen for Jesus more? Like, what would be just one thing we could change in this next week so that we could be more aware of listening for Jesus? What needs to change so that this Word of God can take deeper root in each of our lives? Now, all that I just shared has to do with the explanation of the parable. But if we look at the parable itself, that's all the crowd hears. And in ancient history, that parable did appear in at least one place without the explanation attached to it. And so people would just hear the parable and have to try to make sense of it. Like, what is God doing here? The explanation then gets attached to it, and it's shared in our gospel so that only the disciples and now us, we hear what these different soils could mean. And the problem with that is sometimes we end up only being able to hear the parable that way hearing that it's a parable about four soils. But the parables are never meant to be heard just one way. And this parable starts not with Jesus saying, hey, let me tell you about four soils. But he says, listen, a sower went out to sow. Jesus starts by directing our attention not to the soils, but to the sower. I want you to picture this sower for a moment. Imagine if you saw your neighbor, maybe your neighbor's a gardener or a farmer, and you saw them out working and they're planting soil in the good, they're planting seed in the good soil. But then you're watching out the window and all of a sudden they start throwing this good seed on their sidewalk. Or they go down to their beach and throw it on some rocks there or rocks around their house. Or they throw some seed out in the thorny bushes. What would be your first thought if you saw someone doing that? Like, how wasteful? Or are they okay? (laughs) Like, what's going on with them? One time a farmer shared with me about all the work that he needed to do to get his field ready for planting corn. And I had no idea how much needed to be done. The soil needs to be just right, and so he would send his soil samples in and have them tested, and then he'd adjust the land, just the soil, so that it'd be just what was needed for that corn to grow. And then when it comes time to plant, any of us who've planted, we know we take special care when we plant those seeds in the soil. We want them in nice, neat lines. Sometimes we label it. But the sower in Jesus' parable is not at all concerned about waste. The sower in Jesus' story is a terrible farmer. He tosses the seed everywhere it can go, even in places where it seems like it would never take root. And so you'd expect a huge loss in yield. But this sower doesn't care. This sower is just concerned about getting the seed everywhere it can possibly go. Are we willing to share Jesus' mercy and grace and justice and word everywhere it can possibly go? Or do we worry about wasting our time or our energy? Debbie Thomas writes a blog, and she writes about this passage. She writes, How I wish 
seeds of love and mercy, seeds of justice and humility, seeds of honor and truthfulness would fall through our fingers in such appalling quantities that even the places we think aren't hospitable to God's word would burst forth into joyous life. And then she asks, in all the hurts of the world, what does the world need more than a sower who's absolutely lavish? A sower who'd rather lose a bunch of seeds on an impossible terrain than withhold a single one. This sower in the parable sure seems to have the character and the presence of our God. Our God who is extravagant in being willing to share God's goodness with anyone and everyone, no matter what kind of soil they seem to be. And then this great and generous sower sends us out to be the same kind of sowers, to take on the character of Jesus Christ, generously sharing Jesus' love and care in all the places we go. As we examine our own lives and as we think about the ministry of this faith community, how are we doing with that? How are we showing forth the character of our generous God? Are there any ways we end up being stingy or not extending Jesus' love and care and word as well as we could? I think about this plant that was all alone and unwatered. People can experience a lack of community or challenges or mental health challenges that get in the way of them experiencing the abundant life that God wants for them. We know all too well that we live in a world that is full of hurt and heartbreak. We see it on the news. We see it on the news close to home. We know of people who desperately need to experience the love and care of Jesus and who need a community of people in their lives who embody, who live out Jesus' love and care for them because no one else will. And so we have this chance to ask ourselves, where are we today? What's one thing that might need to change in our lives so we can listen for Jesus more? What's one thing that might need to change so this word of God can take deeper root? And that's a question not just for right now in this moment, but for us to keep pondering in this next week. So that this life-giving word can keep growing and extending and embracing those who most need it. Now by the end of the parable, Jesus shares that what ends up, the seed that ends up in the soil that is ready for planting, the yield there is huge. Now, one commentary points out that recent research suggests that a yield back then of four to at most five times the amount of seed used would be normal. But what does Jesus say the yield is for that word of God that's planted in good soil? Not four or five times as much, but 30, 60, 100 times as much, an impossible amount. So that while there are so many things that can get in the way of faithfulness or of God's word taking deep root, we also have this huge promise that God's word, God's goodness produces an abundance beyond what we think is possible, even to those we might not think are willing to hear. Might we trust even more that we belong to this great sower, to an abundant God who in Jesus Christ endlessly extends his grace and his mercy to us so that we then get to live it for each other and for this world. Amen.